Hi, I'm Kamalini Roy, a growth acceleration coach for entrepreneurs. I'm on a mission to help thousands of entrepreneurs achieve their most ambitious goal, create massive wealth, but more importantly, live a life of fulfillment. Welcome to my successful entrepreneurs podcast. This podcast will bring to you many simple success stories, success tips from successful entrepreneurs. And here we will discuss ways to become successful, which you as an entrepreneur and as a leader can implement quite easily. And if this is what you would like to hear to make your business profitable through simple ways, then go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can stay tuned in for all the success talks given by successful entrepreneurs. And please do remember to bring your journal and pen to take down notes. I promise you, there will be lots and lots of notes to take. So here we go. Let's start. I am very happy to have Avni Martin with me today from Singapore. Avni Martin is the founder of Martin Consulting and Coaching Solutions. Avni trains, mentors, and develops internationally recognized coaches and delivers International Coach Federation accredited credit training programs for executives, leaders, teams, and organizations. Avni is also the director of research and a board member of ICF Singapore. Finally, Avni is an inner child integration therapist to help individuals and organizations to change deep set emotional patterns, mindsets, and behaviors, a powerful modality that is able to rewrite how we think, feel, and act. Avni, do share your journey with us. What is it that made you become a coach and want to transform people's lives in such a manner? First of all, thank you very much for having me here, Kamalini, on your lovely podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, to answer your question, uh, what's my journey been like? Um, since I've been very young, I've always been interested in, in, in inquiring who are we as people and why do people behave the way they behave? That's something that's always been um, in my mind as I've grown up. Um, uh, brought up in India, then we moved to UK. Uh, people are different, cultures are different. There's a lot of polarity in a lot of upbringing and cultures that I saw. So I think I was always um, brought up with multiple perspectives from multiple cultures and uh, England being such a cosmopolitan country in a way, especially brought up in London. Um, I did see a lot of different people with different cultures and different ways of being. So I've always been very curious about why are people different? What makes people think differently, behave differently? The same thing can happen to one person and then they may behave completely differently depending on their cultural upbringing and their values and their perceptions really. So I guess that's always been in my mind uh, to really inquire about why are, who, who are we and why are we the way we are and what makes us who we are? And so, and, and then further from there, um, I actually went into, my first job was to go into HR change management and leadership development. So 
as I went into that, again, I was right, I was thrown right into the heart of that inquiry that what really drives change at an organizational level? Right? When organizations really want to shift cultures and, and the organization I was working for, their main objective was to shift their culture. So what really drives organizations? What really shifts cultures? How do you do that? Uh, from a legacy culture to a new age culture, how do you do that shift? Um, because it's all very well, the CEO will announce that this is what we want, but then what about the people who have to follow? Right? How, what will they go through as they have to go through their changes? So I think that inquiry was in my heart from that day onwards. At that time, in those days, I wasn't familiar with coaching per se. Okay, We were just into change management. But um, I was very much in, into the trenches of really looking at what really drives people and what changes people. Um, and at the end of the day, people are at the heart of organizations and and then the inquiry began as to what is then at the heart of people, right? What drives people to change? So that's essentially how I then got into um, coaching. Avni, two very important points that you made. One is change management. And I think people have realized the importance of it, especially after the pandemic. The entrepreneurs could, who could handle this change, adapt to the new situations, they are the ones who have risen strong and shining. And the ones who couldn't, haven't managed to survive. The second thing that you said, and it relates so much to what I do in my coaching, in my business coaching with business owners, is the fact that the heart of the organization is its people and the team. And to understand what drives them is extremely important. So Avni, as an entrepreneur coach, I think I shared this with you, but my mission on one hand is to ensure that the business owners I work with achieve their most ambitious revenue target and create massive wealth because I have 20 years of experience in the wealth management industry. But on the mm -hmm. other hand, I would want entrepreneurs to live a life of fulfillment. And that's also part of my business coaching process. And I remember having attended a session of yours called the Happy Coaching System. And I found that extremely relevant for business owners. Could you share a little bit about the Happy Coaching System uh, and, and what the entire premise of the system is? Sure, it's my pleasure. So the happy coaching system really stands for um, H for habits, A for actions, P for perceptions, P for purpose, and then Y for yourself. And why it's um, a completely wholesome system for individuals, businesses, teams, and organizations is because we are basically a sum of our habits. And all of our habits are coming from uh, our individual actions, what we say and what we do on an everyday basis. And that makes our habits. And what we say and what we do directly relates to how we think, how we feel, the way we see the world, our perception, right? Our worldview, our inner narrative, which because that then determines all of our actions and then our repeated actions become our habits. And then all of our perceptions, how do we know which perception is correct and which one is not correct? It, it entirely depends on our purpose. Like what exactly is it that we want, right? So uh, defining our purpose is a very important part of the happy coaching system. 
and then adjusting our perception based on our purpose. So whatever our purpose is, if we are getting the results that we want, we don't need to then adjust our perception. But if we have a purpose, if we have a mission, if we have a desire to achieve something, whatever that may be, it could be at an individual level, it could be in relationships, it could be in family, it could be in businesses, teams, organizations, at any level. If there is something that we want and we do not have it, so there is a gap. We know that that gap will be fulfilled through our actions, right? For what is in our control, for what is not in our control is out of our hands. Right. But that gap will be fulfilled by our actions. But those actions are then going to be determined by us, like how we think, how we feel, our inner landscape, our inner narrative, our value systems, our beliefs, our self-beliefs about ourselves, our confidence, people call that confidence, you know, our vision. And, and that's what gives us our results at the end of the day through good habits. So being clear about a purpose is very important. And then our purpose directly relates to who we are as people. So whether, whether the happy coaching system is applied to an individual, then it relates to who we are as people. If it's applied to businesses, who we are as a business, what do we stand for? Right. What is our business all about? What is our market all about? Right. And, and if it's a team, then who, who is this team? Who we are as a team? What, what are our values as a team? What do we stand for? So this is how the happy coaching system is all interrelated. It starts with who you are. So discovering your clients or who you are um, as a person. What is your purpose? What is your perception? What actions do you need to take to develop what habits to get what results you want at the end of it? So it's, that's, this is how it works. It goes from yourself to your purpose, to perception, to actions, to habits. And also you can go reverse. You can go from habits to actions to perception to purpose and yourself right i love what happy stands for habits actions perceptions purpose and yourself i love that avni since you did mention about how you can use it for yourself for your organization for your team uh could you share in a little bit more detail how you can apply it especially for businesses business owners and leaders in, in business owners are leaders because they are leading their organization. So how can you yeah. apply the happy coaching system for business owners and businesses? Could you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. So the happy coaching system is very versatile. You can apply it to individuals, businesses, teams, uh, organizations. So we'll go through some examples in just a moment. But before we go there, let me just share a little bit more about a lot of people at the moment are talking about um, agility. So at the heart of the happy coaching system, uh, there is a whole concept of mental agility. So it's about um, the P for perception in the middle. The perception part is like a really big key in the happy coaching system. It's how we see the world because our world is a reflection of how we see it. Right. And um, in so many different cultures, you know, like uh, in, in ancient um, Indian culture, we have Yatha Drishti, Tatha Shrishti. As you see, so you perceive, or so you conceive. So your world is a reflection of the way you see the world. 
right? So perception is a really important key part uh, in the happy coaching system. In Asian culture, you have Lao Tzu, you know, who says, you know, watch your thoughts that become your actions, watch your actions that become your um, habits, watch your habits that become your character, they then become your destiny, right? Um, so it really does start off with watch your thoughts, right? Because um, the way we think, the way we feel is at the heart of everything that we do. And everything that we do then directly gives us the results that we have. So to fulfill any gap between where we are to where we want to go, we really have to look at the central piece, which is the way we think, the way we feel, how we see the world. And that's uh, where mental agility really comes in. So I just wanted to mention that before we move on to a few examples. So imagine a tree, a really big tree, okay? Now, the tree has leaves, it has trunk, and it has the roots. So how can we apply the happy coaching system to businesses? So when a client comes to us, they will typically say that they want to develop their business, they want to have um, they develop their leadership, they want to resolve some conflicts in their organizations or um, team performance uh, or conflicts within teams. Sometimes people might say that our organization, our business needs change, like a cultural shift, cultural change. Or sometimes we talk about we want to change these targets um, or strategies, right? So all of these things that a client may come to us to discuss to begin with, it's almost um, analogous to the leaves of the tree. It's, it's, it's how life shows up as an end result. So this is at the results level. And that's the same as um, the leaves of the tree, if that makes sense. So because leaves of the tree are what we can see. The fruits of the tree is what we can see, right? So the fruits and the leaves of the tree are the end results. Now, the fruits and the leaves of the tree directly come from the nutrition they get from the branches and the trunk, right? So if the results are the leaves and the fruits, then the trunk, what feeds the results is analogous to uh, the actions and our behavior, what we say, what we do, all the actions we take, that gives us these results. So Kamalini, I'd love to ask you a question. If the results are analogous to the leaves and the fruits of the tree, and the trunk and the branches are analogous to the actions and the behaviors that we take, right? Then considering the happy coaching system, what do you think is the roots of the tree? I think what, what, what is that analogous to? Probably what lies within us, uh, our mindset. Yes. Absolutely. So, so the roots of the tree that feed the branches that create the leaves and create the fruits are indeed our mindset, our internal thought processes, our thinking, our feeling, our emotions, values, beliefs, etc. Right. So let's take another example of some of the things that people come to us uh, to talk about. Um, they may say that we want to improve our communication or the way we present something or our confidence, our confidence in reaching for bigger goals, our confidence in believing that we can achieve X, Y, Z goals, right? our confidence in reaching out to people. Or it could be that uh, business owners and team leaders may come and talk about relationships, that we want to improve our relationships with 
our stakeholders, with our clients, uh, with our suppliers. Uh, we want to improve our relationships with our um, the people that we're working with, right? It could be around any choices or dilemmas that we want to make this decision or that decision or certain habits or certain culture that we have in our teams. We want to change that. It could be related to certain health habits or self-awareness. We just want to create more awareness in our teams or businesses around um, how do we collaborate better, what's really happening, and how do we solve issues. So no matter what um, the topic is, ultimately, what people see that they want to achieve are the end results. They are like the leaves of the tree, which are then fed by the trunk, which is the actions that we do, which is then fed by the roots of the tree, which is all about how we think, how we feel, like I shared earlier. So these are some examples of how we can apply it to businesses and teams. Avni, I wanted to ask you a question since you brought up confidence. Uh, in mm. particular, I get this question very often that how can we build confidence? Is that something you will be able to address through this? Certainly, absolutely, you definitely can. So, for example, um, in fact, um, let me show you the six uh, logical levels of NLP. Okay, I will take confidence as an example. Okay, um, so confidence is the end result that someone wants. So through coaching, we would actually inquire that how, if you, if today, where is your confidence level and where would you like it to be eventually? Then we would talk about the behavior. So the end result is that the confidence is, let's just say at three and they want it at eight. Okay. So that's the end result. And that is um, in the six logical levels at the bottom of the band, like the final result that we want in life. Then the next question we really explore is around um, behavior. That if you are uh, confident, if you're confident at level three, how does that show up in your behavior? How do you know you're three out of 10, right? What are you doing? What are you saying that you feel that is at three? And if you were at eight out of 10, what will you be doing and behaving? Then we check in around the capabilities, that what capabilities do you currently have in terms of going from three to eight? Because sometimes the bottleneck in confidence could be the capability, but very often you would find that the bottleneck is often the values and beliefs, um, what we say to ourselves about ourselves, you know, self-worth, um, self-confidence at a deeper level to know what is it that we can really achieve and what can we not achieve. And things that, I guess it's all about the inner narratives and the subconscious programming that we have inherited through our upbringing. Right. So our values and our beliefs are very important. Um, and then ultimately, that relates to who we are and our vision, ultimately. Right. In fact, um, uh, if I could ask you for another example, since uh, you are using the six logical levels as example, one of the um, biggest challenges that we are facing now, especially since teams have started working from home. So it's a cultural change. And um, entrepreneurs and business owners are facing the challenge of how do you get your team to perform? How do you get your team to deliver when they're not coming into office? Mm 
So how can we apply the six logical levels to improve team performance? So that all depends on the definition of the challenge itself. Um, coming back to our purpose, people purpose, right? That is there actually a challenge in the first place? Are the teams not performing? Number one would be the first question. Or is that something that we think is happening? Or is that just a fear, right? Management often have fears that our teams are not performing because they're working from home. But how true is it really? So it, it depends, Kamalini, what the scenario is. So scenario one is that truly teams are not performing, right? You're not getting the results in. And management are really struggling to, um, uh, to help the teams perform. So this is scenario one. Scenario two is that some leaders could actually just feel fearful and anxious and almost paranoid that just because my team are working from home, they're slacking off, sleeping, watching Netflix, right? So that could be, that could be something that they are fearing and it's, it may not be entirely true. So depending on the scenario, uh, you would apply coaching. So if the scenario is number one, that teams are truly not performing, you would um, deal with it separately and a different path altogether because then you really have to look at how do you, who can that, how can that manager really empower that team and engage in that team and inspire that team to perform better even if they're working from home, right? The question would be all about that, that what can this leader do that you're coaching, right? How can, how can the leader be the person he or she needs to be to really inspire their teams to perform and stay connected and engaged. That's scenario one. But scenario two could be that the leader needs um, uh, more self-awareness, more, uh, they need to shift their own thinking and their own belief around um, the ideas that um, if somebody is not being watched, then they will not do their work because that relates to their belief, right? Their values and their beliefs their mindsets Absolutely. so right. they need to shift their own mindsets to understand that actually you're imagining a monster but there is no monster you're imagining an issue but there is no issue at all and that's right. quite a key fundamental because unless and until the uh, leader changes their way of thinking they may uh, actually create a lot of uh, behavior and actions um, to really put a lot of stress on, um, on, on their staff. And I've actually known of uh, some leaders who've done that before, you know, especially mm -hmm. when uh, COVID um, started. But they used to think and feel that their staff are not performing. So we really had to qualify first, is it really true? And when we found out that actually the results are still the same, in fact, the staff are working harder, but just because they cannot see them work harder, the leader was putting a lot of pressure on their staff which is right. creating a very, very difficult situation for the staff. Right. right. So it all depends on what the circumstances um, and how you would apply such a system. Thank you, Avni. And thanks for uh, relating the happy coaching system to how business owners and businesses can apply this system. What I will do is I will put your details down in the description box so that in case any of bus the business owners want to reach out to you to know more about it, they can do so. Thank you very much, uh, Avni, for coming on my chat today.
Sure, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. And, you know, if anyone wants to actually become a coach, um, we run uh, coach training programs, which are and our next batch is starting in um, on 16th of March. And the one after that is going to be face to face in Singapore in April. So if anybody's interested, uh, just con contact us through your details. Through sure. the details. If you would like to be a successful entrepreneur, then I would like to invite you to join my community. Contact me through my website under the name of Kamalini Roy. That is K-A-M-A-L-I-N-I-R-O-Y dot com. Kamalini Roy. I will repeat that for you. K-A-M-A-L-I-N-I-R-O-Y dot com. You can also choose to continue learning for free through all the valuable content I put out in my YouTube channel under my name, Kamalini Roy. If you have enjoyed my podcast, please do put out a review on Apple Podcast. I look forward to personally reading your comments and reviews. I would also like to invite you to share your questions and challenges with me so that I can address them and help you with solutions through my podcast and YouTube channel. Thank you for listening to Successful Entrepreneurs Podcast by Kamalini Roy. Just hit that subscribe button and see you at my next episode.